The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. How are you feeling today? Are you feeling alive and energetic? or lethargic and weak. Listen to your heart. Welcome to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. Your host for the hour is Dr. Marianne Chase. When we fail to understand and work on the root cause of our stress and illness, we seem to be in a never-ending spiral of poor health and low energy. It's time to re-harness that potential in order to live a better life. Now here's Dr. Marianne. Hello and welcome to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase and I am so glad that you can join me today. Today I have a very special guest and before we get into who that is and what the subject is, let me let everybody know that you can connect with me on my Facebook page, The Healing Whisper, as well as Twitter, LinkedIn, my YouTube site, and of course my website, thehealingwhisper.com. And I'd also like to say that this show is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not intended to treat, diagnose, heal, or cure anything. Everything contained in this show is the opinion of myself, Dr. Marianne Chase, and my guest today, Tom Costello. Please always check with a licensed care licensed health care provider about any concerns that you may have. Well, like I've already said, my guest today is Tom Costello. Welcome, Tom, to the show. Thank you, Marianne. It's nice to be here. Well, before we get into our subject today, I'd just like to tell everybody a little bit about you. E. Thomas Costello is better known as Tom, is the founder of Live to Be 120 and Healthy.com. For more than a dozen years, he was the head coach of the coaching, the head of the coaching program at the Healing Codes of Dr. Alex Lloyd Services, which is how I got to know Tom. His lifelong interest in human behavior and potential has made him a devoted student and expert in the ways to develop human consciousness to higher levels, the end result of which is greater health, peace, success, and fulfillment of life's purposes. His very wide background in spiritual studies, business and personal coaching, sales, executive leadership, and the military provides a wealth of knowledge and experience. He has been committed to understanding and helping people heal since childhood. He comes from a family of spiritually and psychically developed people. He has studied in the College of Pharmacy for three years, had six years in the U.S. Army, and was a captain in the Special Forces known as the Green Berets. He has over 20 years in sales and sales management in a Fortune 500 companies and as a partner in a small 
entrepreneurial company. He started his own church of the healing spirit. Tom is schooled in EFT, TAT, BSFF, PEAT, gentle touch, and touch assist. He is also a master of spirit detachment. Tom is the author of a children's book set, Johnny Proboscis and His Four Extraordinary Pals, and an author of A Guide to Getting It, Abundance. He is a recent widow when his wife, Mary Ann, died suddenly in December 2015. Tom resides in Naples, Florida and Greenport, New York. He has four children and six grandchildren. So once again, welcome, Tom. That's that's quite a mouthful of um, <laughs> alphabet soup and experience yes. and everything else. And today, our subject is, can you afford to live to be 120 and healthy? And I personally think that's a subject that uh, oftentimes uh, people kind of miss that can you afford to be what is in our culture today considered to be elderly and uh, so the 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 idea of being 120 and healthy is is a very compelling one so tom what really compelled you to develop this concept? It seemed to me a bunch of years ago that individuals actually made up their minds either consciously or subconsciously about their health and how long they could live and the quality of life that they could live. And it, in my experience in the military and elsewhere, as you just read in my bio, the idea that our beliefs allow us to do things or prevent us from doing things. And in the military, I noticed uh, some of my training, uh, before the training began, that I heard what we were going to do. I'd say, that's impossible. Two hours later, we did it. <laughs> and, the, uh, and that it occurred over multiple times in a period of training in Colombia, uh, South America, and at the end of several days, I went, I get it, I get it. There is no such thing as impossible. And so it expanded to this belief that, well, if I can control my attitude on a lot of different levels just by deciding to do it, the same thing is true of how long we live and the quality of our life. And what you said about making a decision to live to a certain age it really rung a a bell with me i remember for years my dad said i don't want to be 75 and you know sure enough he died when he was 74 well yeah <laughs> self-fulfilling prophecy yes yeah and uh you know, I've had friends who said to me, oh, I have to die at 55. I said, why is that? Uh, because uh, men in my family die at uh, 55. I said, well, why don't you be the first one to break the mold? Why don't you choose another age? I've dealt with a woman who had cancer and ultimately died from the treatment of it. And I said to her, she was 60 years old, I said, when did it occur to you that you were going to have cancer? She said, when I was seven. I went, what? 
seven years old. We talked yeah. about it at the kitchen table. All the females in my family die of cancer. Ants and this and that. Da, 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 da. Like, whoa. That programming is unbelievably powerful to us. And if we're not aware of it, of course, we're just programmed. Well, so now this just leads me into this question of what are the major factors leading to illness, suffering, and death? Well, if I look at the United States as a representative of the Western world, I will, it's very clear from statistics that it's our lifestyle. If you were to just open any page and click on, you know, or online uh, the health topics in a newspaper, You'll see obesity, you'll see a whole bunch of other things, uh, uh, drugs and alcohol and etc. So our lifestyle is reputed to be directly related to 70%, 7 out of every 10 deaths in America are related to our lifestyle. So if we're eating ourselves to death and uh, sitting ourselves to death and drinking ourselves to death and drugging ourselves to death, it shouldn't come as any surprise that you know we're doing it to ourselves. And in the, that awareness, wow, if I'm doing that to myself, why don't I do something else? And that's the point of Live to be 120 and Healthy, is you can make other choices. You can make other choices. You don't have to just follow the pattern that uh, we've adopted as children or we've been taught or trained ourselves to accept. That's the key. And then I think... Our education is so geared toward memorization, we are not really taught how to learn and how to trust ourselves. So this fear of dealing with our challenges, I I have to avoid this, I can't do this, I'm afraid. And, And all of a sudden we start shutting down this natural tendency for us to grow and explore and uh, engage with other things. I, I must do it perfectly. I know I got to get a hundred on every single test. I got to get all A's, or I can't go home, and, and or my peers will make fun of me. All of that pressure to be perfect and don't make mistakes prevents us from trying things out. Let me just try this. I just want to have an experience, uh, and we short-circuit ourselves that way. Right, right. And and definitely lifestyle is the bigger of the challenges. But, Tom, isn't there the concept of our beliefs that lead us to these kinds of lifestyles? Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. I think if we could change one thing, if we had a magic wand and say, this is, I want the power to affect this, we should be affecting our beliefs. Our beliefs are that they create a structure of our lives and of our bodies. If we look in the mirror, we go, well, we brush our hair, or we comb our hair, we put on makeup, we dress in a certain way because our beliefs tell us that's the right thing to do, that's the acceptable thing to do, that's the normal thing to do, that's the familiar thing to do. And if those beliefs that we're following or are controlling our behaviors, we look at them and go, you know, I keep bumping into walls. I think I have to adjust my beliefs. So if we could change beliefs, and of course that's what you're interested in as a coach, as I am as well. And and so 
we've, we're talking about how these negative beliefs really are the major factor in creating stress, which is the major factor in creating uh, the, all illness, disease, and dysfunction. And the ability to deprogram those beliefs and then reprogram those beliefs. And, and yes, I am parroting what a lot of other people are saying as well, is essential to living to be whatever age you choose and healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And I think it's that stress that you're referring to is, is belief-induced. So here's an experience that a lot of children have had, you know, where uh, somebody says to you, uh, you got to be on a test. Well, that equals you're stupid. Well, now all of a sudden, if we take that in we, and believe that to be true because somebody said it, a peer, a teacher, a parent, that they pointed out this permanent deficiency, which of course is absolutely false, then we start behaving as if that were true. Now, we want to be smart, we want attention, we want to get approval, we want to create desirable results, we want to express ourselves, we want to do good things, but because we can't, because we just believed uh, some falsehood about ourselves, it's stressful. So this interior, I'll say, internal urge to create and to love and to help and to grow is now subverted by this phony belief that we just bought into, and now this tremendous pressure is building in us. I can't meet my own needs, uh, and it's uh, tearing me up, and, and what do we do? We turn to some, uh, in our language, Mary, and we would talk about harmful actions. We believe this unhealthy belief that we're much less than we actually are. We have less potential than we really, we have way more than we ever recognize. And all of this internal pressure is just like, now we start taking ch- chances and making choices that are not directly in alignment with this uh, better, deeper, truer self that all of us have. Well, that that is what I preach on and on and on again. So when we come back from the break, let's talk a little bit more about how to break free of this mold, as sh- shall we say, that is preventing us from being healthy. Folks, don't go away. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom healing code coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit thehealingwhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with hosts Nancy Kerala and Dr. Chandrabali Ghosh. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and the founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. 
and Dr. Ghosh is the chairperson of research and development for the CDIP Foundation. Together with their guests, we'll explore infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health & Wellness. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. are listening to the healing whisper a return to peace if you would like to comment or have a question about our show today please call in to 1-866-472-5792 that's 1-866-472-5792 if you'd rather send an email our email address is the healing whisper at mindspring.com now back to the show Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and my special guest today is Tom Costello. We are talking about one of his favorite subjects, about how to live to be 120 and healthy. And really, more specifically today is, can you afford to live to be 120 and healthy? So, Tom, my first question here is, why 120? Why was that your choice? For a couple of reasons. Uh, I use uh, what I call the 12 worlds, this 12 separate areas of life that in fact overlap. And so 12 seems to be a common theme and a lot of stuff that uh, I think about. And when I, I went, you know what? 120, that's, that's a perfect number. And after the fact, people have said to me, oh, you know what? 120 is in the Bible. That's what we should be living to. And uh, oh, that's what we should be living to. And that's what we should be living to. I, I was unaware of that consciously, that that number was out there. I had it toyed with the idea when my wife, Marianne, who was my childhood sweetheart, got she and I reconnected uh, about 17 years ago. And and I said, we've got to make up for lost time, so let's uh, agree that we're going to have a whole bunch of years together. And she said, uh, okay, but you know, that, means, that means we have to live to be 153. I said, I'm game, are you? She said, yeah, but... And then when I started talking about 120, she said, what happened to 153? I said, 153 is going to be out of reality for everybody. 120 people will, well, maybe it's possible, I don't, you know, and so... Uh, I just found it to be a convenient number of like the factors of twelve and so on. It, it's it is it is a funny thing. Long before I met you, I had personally decided one twenty was a good number. So there's something about that number that yes. uh, works, yes. <laughs> whatever it is. Uh-huh. So now, what are some of those major factors that we should be looking at now that will lead to health, happiness, and vitality even at 120? Well, you and I talked about stress already and the fear of addressing life's challenges and so on, and and lifestyle. But if I were to simplify it, and I think this is a fantastic area of exploration for people, is to look at the idea of mindset. M-I-N-D-S-E-T, mindset. And if you read some of the current books out there, it is just so exciting. Carol Dweck, D-W-E-C-K. Carol Dweck is an author, and you can find her on YouTube, talks about mindset. So now here I'm standing at 
at a point, and there's a fork in the road. One direction will take me into a fixed mindset and the other into a growth mindset. And the trouble is a fixed mindset is sold to a lot of people and they buy it that we're born with a certain amount of talent and intelligence and this and that, period. And end of story, if you were born a genius, you're in good shape. If you weren't, you're in bad shape. A growth mindset, on the other hand, takes in the consideration, and it's the obvious reality, that growing is natural. We didn't start out to be full-grown adults. We started from very, very small, and we grew and grew and grew and grew, and then we were delivered and became uh, individual children, and here we are. We're continuing to grow on every level, spiritually, mentally, and emotionally. So if and of course physically, if we were to look at our situations and go, I want to have an experience like with you right now. I'm trying to grow from this experience and you're trying to grow from this experience. And ideally people who are listening to this show and all of your shows are interested in growing. So I can grow, I can grow, and I can grow. As compared to, I'm trying to be perfect. Oh, I failed. I tried to be perfect. Oh, I failed. That is so stressful, so damaging, and discouraging. People who try to be perfect basically are guaranteeing failure 100% of the time. So if we could just say, you know what, I feel a little bit vulnerable. Yeah, that's human. And if we lean into that vulnerability, that's all. Dare to be Great is another great book. I had to talk about that, and it just, this is it. If we could look at everything as an assimilation of awareness, I'm going to try this. I'm going to learn a new language, and we little by little assimilate it. And the belief changes that we've been talking about, I'm going to grow in that direction. I'm going to jettison stuff that I've acquired that may have served me at one point. Don't play in traffic. Don't talk to strangers, uh, you know, that sort of thing. And now, all of a sudden, we can go... I want to grow. I want to grow. And I can grow. And if we get that truth at the forefront of our minds, we're going to be looking at things that we engage with. Procrastination is a belief in uh, this is going to result in pain. And we say, wait a minute, what can I learn from engaging in this particular activity? Uh, Painting or this or writing a great novel or doing anything, even walking around the block, there's a lifestyle change you know, that we can afford. We can afford to walk. We can afford to breathe. And those two things are so important. We can afford to drink good water. Those are huge steps on the path to living to be 120 and healthy. Well, and uh, the other thing which you're saying about growth, it really is truly changing the the paradigm with how we look at things. If we're looking at a project at work and putting it off and putting it off and putting it off, because for whatever reason you're putting it off, it's because you have a paradigm about that particular project that says the results are going to end up being painful. Mm-hmm. So if you change that, the results of the paradigm might be painful, but it will give me an opportunity for growth. Exactly. 
Okay. So now, as we are marching down this path to become 120, let me just kind of take us back to this affordability. Now, exactly what do you mean by affordability? Well, today with a lot of information out in the newspapers and other forms of media about all the drugs that you and I should be taking, all the medical technologies that we should avail ourselves on, and the cost of that sick care that goes on, if we believe that that's the only way for us to live a certain age and to be healthy, uh, I think we're at a disadvantage. The really, really rich people are going to be able to afford all the most expensive treatments, but it's my belief that those expensive treatments are really false substitutes for what we really want, which is a development of our consciousness, or let me just say awareness. We want to be more aware. So if we're respectful to ourselves and getting out of a chair and going for a walk, on a regular basis is really respectful. If you go like, oh, I can't do that, I need a treadmill, I need a gym membership, I need uh, all the latest uh, gadgets and wardrobe to be fashionable, like really? All you need to do is to be able to walk around the block or uh, some distance. And the challenge is, of course, well, I wanna, I wanna start exercising, you know what? I'm going to start exercising tomorrow and I'm going to run a marathon on Saturday or Sunday. That's like, whoa, wait a minute. What you do is take a baby step, baby step, baby step. And it is really the mindset. It is really our belief system that is going to override anything and everything else. So if we think we're going to buy health, um, I don't think that's true unless our mindset and our beliefs will allow us to. And then... Our beliefs will say, well, I don't actually need all those chemicals. I don't need all that surgery. I don't need Botox. I, I just need to accept myself, which is essentially uh, a set of beliefs. And, and I, I must say that you live in an area of uh, the United States that does have a higher than average elderly population. And, and uh, you really have first-hand experience at watching individuals depend upon those pharmaceuticals and those chemicals to help keep them alive. Yeah, it's interesting. In Naples, Florida, which is a wonderful place, uh, I noticed that there are medical establishments all over the place, just like there are churches all over the place, and there are financial planners and banks all over the place, you know. So I, I just labeled three different groups of businesses that occupy a tremendous amount of real estate here in Naples, Florida. <laughs> and <it was> like, <laughs> so people are doing those three things down here: running to the doctor, getting Botox, getting cosmetic surgery, and buying prescription drugs, and on and on and on, and consuming their money or stashing it. Yeah, <laughs> very wealthy place as well. Yeah, it's kind of like you you get the Botox so that people can say, oh, you're 80 years old? You don't look a day over 79. (laughs) Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, 
Well, folks, all that kidding aside, it is time for the break. So when we come back, let's talk a little bit more about how to live to be 120 and healthy. Don't go away. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Every day, you hear so much about different aspects of the health and wellness field. One day, you hear one thing, and the next day, you hear something that contradicts what you heard the day before. How do you know what's right? Try tuning in to The Cutting Edge of Health and Wellness today with Dr. Neil Nathan. Our goal is to educate and explore this field with guest experts in order to help you take control of your health and well-being. Listen Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. listening to the healing whisper a return to peace if you would like to comment or have a question about our show today please call in to 1-866-472-5792 that's 1-866-472-5792 if you'd rather send an email our email address is the healing whisper at mindspring.com now back to the show Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and I'm so glad that you can stick in there with me. My guest today is Tom Costello, and we are talking about living to be 120 and healthy. So my next question, Tom, is why should a person want to live to be 120? They don't necessarily have to want to live to be 120 and healthy. I I suggest that whatever number they choose, they should add and healthy. And as soon as we add that kind of thinking, you know, I can live to be a certain age and healthy. Uh, I don't have to die a traditional method of uh, lingering, suffering, expensive death that puts my family and myself through awful torture. I, I don't have to do it that way. When it's time, I can uh, just exit my body uh, in a peaceful sleep. So it is this choice about living to be a certain age, and it ought to be significant. I take the point of view that if we put out there a goal, like let's choose 120. I want to live to be 120 and healthy. Guess what that means to me? That means I... I start to, instead of thinking, oh, I'm just trying to get to Friday afternoon, you know, so I can have two days off from work and before I start the grind again on Monday, which if we're looking at that kind of instant, 
right in front of me kind of behavior, we never really elevate our gaze to look at what is possible. When we start looking at a long-term, quality-filled life, it's like, oh, that's, yeah, yeah, that's my goal. I think all of a sudden that's going to engage the adventurer in us. We are explorers. I'm, I'm firmly convinced of that. Otherwise, as a species, we'd still be inside of the cave. No, we're not. We're explorers. And we are builders and we're creators and we're expressors. So to be able to put out that you know, kind of uh, extraordinary goal, as Marianne would say in her consulting practice, that is beyond what the average person would accept as achievable, you go, oh, all of a sudden, I believe that the energies available to us, uh, awareness, friends, other people will come into our sphere and to be able to provide support in our efforts to achieve this goal. It's kind of like the idea of, I want to climb Mount Everest. That's not true for me personally, but... Nobody is doing Mount Everest by themselves. When you look at some of these groups, you go, wow, that's an amazing amount of support. And, and I think that we can do the same thing. I'm interested in climbing a mountain of time uh, or more importantly labeled a mountain of consciousness or awareness. I want to become more aware. If I know who I am and who you are and what life is about, other than, oh, it's about working until you have enough to retire and then you die. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> it is about our spiritual development. It is to know how it is we're alive in the first place. What is this source that empowers us? Where does this energy of a person go when they exit the body? You know, that's the kind of things that I'm interested in. And, you know, maybe I'm slow and I consider the fact that I need at least 120 years in order to learn enough. Well, and, and yeah, I would agree with that and maybe even longer. But uh, <laughs> the, the thing about it is when you look about all the things that you would like to do and it's interesting to me when I retired from practicing dentistry for almost 20 years, it at the time felt like, oh my goodness, now what am I going to do? But then it came to me, there is so much out there that you can do and goodness, I need more time to get these things done. Uh, and it, it's doesn't necessarily have to be about yourself, but it can be as well about yourself, but it, it can also be about other people and what are you doing out there with relationships. And which brings me to the question, are relationships that important for this being whatever age and healthy? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely it is. Uh, and you just touched upon something, Marianne, that I'd like to just deal with a little bit. This idea that, you know, we arrive at a certain age and uh, we could be teenagers and have these kind of thoughts or we could be, you know, at uh, baby boomers and have these thoughts. We could be any point on this timeline and make this point. What, what am I going to do? What should I do? How should I invest my time for the greatest fill-in-the-blank 
happiness, money, uh, societal good. I believe that we're like plants. I have an avocado tree and a lemon tree in my backyard. These plants draw in through their roots. They draw in through their leaves. They draw in this energy from the earth, and they bear fruit. They produce something that is good and nutritious, that is valuable. I think you and I are the same. We draw in energy, and the fruit that we bear, it's, oh, this excites me. I want to talk about this. I want to create that. I want to help them. I want to improve this situation in the world. That is the way we would express the energy that we have drawn in spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and physically, and we offer it to the world. And the more we do that, the more we're going to grow. It's when I hear a client say, nothing excites me. It's like, uh-oh, uh-oh, that, we're going to change that right off the bat. So those roots and those relationships, the first one, of course, is the person that we are, how we feel about ourselves. And if we're not in love with us, and I'm not talking about conceited or being an egomaniac, I, I'm thinking about our humanity. We're an expression of some creative power, typically called God in English. We're this creative expression of this power. Like, so what does that mean? I think what that means is we have to discover that meaning for ourselves. Now, most of us have been told what that means. You need to obey, and you need this, and you've got to follow this rule, and, you've got to, and you can't do that, or you're, you're good, or you're bad, or you... All, I think it's time to reevaluate that. So that relationship with ourselves, because as soon as we're feeling a little bit better about ourselves, we're going to be less defensive, less restrained. We're going to be more willing to share with other people. That is, bear fruit, to put out our energy creatively and expressively. This idea of this relationship with our source of being or God or divine consciousness or infinite intelligence or however anybody wants to talk about that power is, well, if that's what keeps this physical body of mine alive, why wouldn't I have a greater relationship with that? It's like, oh yeah, this, uh, this electromagnetic power, this intelligence, this creative, loving, intelligent power is expressing me and through me. Oh, I like that idea. And if we worked on that, we'd be so much better off. And the third set of relationships I think are extremely important and maybe the, uh, secondarily the most complicated after the relationship with self are the relationships with our family. I'm talking about our parents, our siblings, our spouses, and our children. On a, those levels, we want to come to terms with that. If we're holding a grudge or feeling bad that we've been traumatized or hurt by um, any behaviors on that part over the course of our lives, those beliefs can be shifted, which is what you do and I do when we work with clients. And if we go further back and look at our grandparents and great-grandparents and understand from, a, I'll say, a genealogy standpoint, what experiences those people have endured, we will quickly come to the conclusion that the life that we have is so much easier, so much more comfortable and convenient than what they've experienced. 
And then all of a sudden, we're like, you know, maybe I can be a little bit more charitable and compassionate toward my parents, toward my siblings, toward my everybody else in my bloodline. And then, consequently, maybe everybody else, because they essentially have the same kind of an experience, uprooted immigrants from some part of the world and migration under horrible conditions to the new world. Unless we're Native Americans, uh, we've had uh, those kind of uprootings. But then Native Americans, with what the white man has done, they've been uprooted uh, horribly as well. So we all have those ripped up by the roots kind of energies that put us into fear and defensiveness and anger and loss. But those beliefs can be healed. So many people say, you know, I've been traumatized. Trauma is the first interpretation of an energy exchange experience that was overwhelming or dominating in my language. No problem. But I believe we've been given in that experience a treasure map. It is a gold mine. So it's like today it's a trauma. And once we dive into it and explore it, we can find it's a gold mine. It's a treasure. And mining our experiences, those ex- painful things that we experienced, and that was our initial interpretation, and we figured there's no other interpretation. I fell off my bike and I scratched my knee. There's no other interpretation that that was a tragedy. But if it led to us being more careful in life or learning how to balance our center of gravity better, there's no telling how many falls that one experience has prevented. And it's that ability to shift our viewpoint to look at these painful experiences and go, you know what, I'm going to look at this experience. I'm going to seek a new point of view until it comes into my awareness that tells me that this is good. This has real value to me and others. And and you're bringing up this word experience reminds me of one of my guests I had on this show who said our whole reason for being on this realm, on this planet, in this particular existence is to experience certain things. That is our reason for being is to experience and it's just that an experience that was a particular aha for me that an experience is just an experience where we can learn from that experience and we have two choices we can learn that choose to learn that it was a horrible traumatic experience or we can choose to learn that yes this was an experience but I can head in a positive direction with that experience yep yep and that experience occurred at a moment in time it doesn't mean it's permanent it doesn't mean that every other experience is going to be a replication of that. You know, the other day uh, it rained in the afternoon and I got wet. Oh, well, now, uh, you know, I can't possibly go outside again because it might rain and I might get wet. Now, nobody is making that decision, I hope, but it is uh, of a similar nature where we take an experience 
and we generalize it and globalize it and permanentize it. Like, whoa, I just put myself in a prison. Why did I do that? Because we didn't right. recognize what we're doing. We're trying to, I, I'm trying to make myself safe. I'm trying to protect myself. Like, well, we yeah. To, Absolutely. So, Tom, it's time for a break. So let's uh, talk a little bit more about how we can work with these experiences when we come back. Folks, don't go away. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. If you have a loved one that is undergoing treatment for substance abuse or mental illness, you owe it to them and yourself to tune in to One Hour at a Time with host Mary Woods. This compassionate and educational talk show will help you help those that you love by better understanding their condition and their personal recovery process. Tune in every Monday at 12 noon Pacific time to One Hour at a Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Recovery begins this hour. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase and my special guest, Tom Costello. We are talking today about how to live to be 120 and healthy, or really whatever age you choose to be healthy. And the key here that we have been talking about is your beliefs and how you've developed these beliefs through experiences. And I may be preaching to the choir of listeners that have been listening in with me for the last several years, but um, the, actually two years, but in any case, before the break, Tom and I were speaking about experience and how we interpret that experience. So, Tom, what uh, can you help our listeners with on changing an interpretation of an experience. Yeah, the, the first thing, Marianne, is to recognize that we make up so much in our own minds. There are certain facts that occur. You know, if I were to drop a pen on the floor, there's a fact I drop the pen on the floor. But if I make up this, the story that I'm clumsy or 
that pen is uh, faulty in its balance or, you know, God is punishing me or life is hard. That's all made up. The only thing was true was I dropped the pen on the floor. And so I'm aware of gravity now. If we understand that we make this stuff up and these environmental signals, which are things that we hear, see, feel, smell, taste, touch, or maybe if we use the sixth sense, we just cognitively know somehow. It's like, hmm, I just know that. The translation is going to be according to our level of our emotional state. If we're in shame, we feel that we're defective, we're going to translate those signals in a given way. And if we know that, you go, well, I don't want to translate as if I'm in shame. How do I elevate myself, move up that emotional scale? It is the fact that we know this is what happens and the fact that we can make changes is like I'm willing to let go of what no longer serves me. And when you think of it, uh, if we go to the bathroom, we let go of what no longer serves us. It is designed into life. Why not the same thing true about the energies that we've taken in mentally or emotionally and be able to let go of those things as we constantly upgrade? You and I are involved with the healing codes as a technology is designed to set our intention and to put ourselves in a relaxed position. And if you think about relaxed as if uh, we're letting down the defenses, we're no longer trying to hold on to protection and old structures that uh, we've gathered over the course of our lives, and that can dissolve. And the way I look at things, I'm a point of consciousness in an ocean of consciousness. This ocean contains what I want. I want to let go of what no longer serves me and draw to me that which will elevate my awareness so I can be more loving toward myself and others. I can be more creative and expressive. I can be kinder, more generous. All of those energies exist in the ocean. And if I'm looking to do that because the fruit I want to bear is to increase awareness of people's ability to live to be 120 and healthy, really, I'd like to be able to increase people's awareness of their ability to be whatever they want, to do whatever they want after they be whatever they want. And as a result of that doing, they can have whatever they want. So that being, doing, and having. And so shifting the way we view ourselves and others and life and God is really the key. Modality of the healing codes is fantastic. EFT is fantastic. Uh, and others, prayer and meditation are fantastic. If we can drop the defenses, reduce that level of self-protection that we believe we need, all of a sudden what we want and intend to have can then come into our awareness. Excellent. So, Tom, this brings me around to the question of how can people get in touch with you and what will they find when they go to your website? Yeah. Again, if I were to say I'm all about awareness, if we can be more aware, we're going to be better off. My website, live 2 tobbe one twenty one two zero and healthy dot com contains ideas that are designed to stimulate awareness. Like, wow, I never thought of that before. Oh, I didn't have that point of view before. I didn't know that was possible before. 
Oh, and so that's what I would recommend that people do. And they could sign up for a newsletter that goes out on a monthly basis. And in the future, I will have uh, webinars and teleseminars that they'll be able to access to deal with everything. And when I talk about the 12 worlds, let me just run through those. The spiritual world, mental, emotional, and physical world. The family world, career world, financial world, social world, leisure, community, political, and maintenance worlds. Any activity that you or I or anybody else does seems to fall into one or more of those worlds. So if we're doing anything that results in uh, growth in one area, I'll bet it shows up in multiple areas. So taking care of our finances, creating value for other people produces revenue. It's like, oh, then I can afford to do what? I can afford to take care of myself. And it's not so much about money, but it's now I'm taking care of myself by going for a walk or doing any number of things. We are in control of that. So the real currency of Live to be 120 and Healthy is consciousness. The richest person on the planet has it, so does the poorest person. The oldest person and the youngest person, we all have it. Now it's a question of do we avail ourselves of it? Do we play with it? Do we recognize that we can grow? And if you go to live to be 120andhealthy.com, sign up for the newsletter, then you'll be in touch as all of this unfolds. That's that's uh, really exciting, actually, to think about that. And it just is part of, um, as you've been saying again and again today, part of our awareness and being aware. Tom, I do have one more question for you. In your bio, you said uh, you have written a couple of books. Uh, During one of the breaks, we were talking about your children's book set, which I think actually is more for those of us in the adult world. But (laughs) Johnny Proboscis and his Four Extraordinary Pals and the book, A Guide to Getting It, Abundance. Where can people find those they would be able to find those on Amazon.com. Okay. Yeah. And uh, the Johnny Proboscis and his Four Extraordinary Pals is a, a a book that could be read to children, say, two to six or eight years old, and accompanied by a coloring book. So children can uh, make the children any color, size, shape, uh, race that they want. And the theme of it is that people who are taunted do have access, assets that others of us can learn to appreciate instead of the bullying and the taunting and the teasing that is so prevalent. There's a different way to deal with those sorts of things. Okay. Well, great. Well, Tom, way too soon. It has come time for the end of the show. I want to thank you for joining me, and I always leave with this little verse from Proverbs 4.23, above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. So folks, until next week, blessings. Thank you again for taking the advice of your heart and tuning in to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. Please join your host, Dr. Marianne Chase, again next Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We hope to talk to you again next week.